Uh, oh, Michael, fucking what's your choice? Jeff Hopkins. What a fucking <laughs> dick. Jeff is such a garbage human being. the 50th episode of Mount Rushmore. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined by my cohorts, Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. When you become 50, you can be indulged in a little bit of introspection, but we're examining not our place in life, but the places the Mount Rushmore monument has been in movies and TVs and songs and poems and uh, uh, deaf comedy throwdown poetry slams. Sure, sure, okay, sure. Okay, cool. all, f- all four of my choices are, are <laughs> deaf comedy, def comedy slams. slam oh, poetry. So. Well, if, in case you didn't know, this is the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore in celebration <laughs> of our 50th uh, podcast. So, uh, Michael, this was your choice. Justify yeah. it. Well, <laughs> yeah, please. I, I think that um, every quarter of episodes we do, every 25, I generally find some sort of Rushmore-y type thing yeah. to... Talk about. We get so, meta, kind of meta. A little bit meta. The thing that's about the thing, about on the, the thing. Yeah, on the 25th yeah. episode, we talked about the movie Rushmore, which has nothing to do with no. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But then this one, I thought, well, let's actually talk about Mount Rushmore, but not talk about Ru- Mount Rushmore. Sure. Okay, well, uh, it's your choice. So, Richard, why don't you jump in? Yeah, okay, so this is the obvious one, would be North by Northwest. Yeah, it's on mine, too. Sure. So, I figured we'd just get that one, knock that one right out, right, right out of the way. Right. Um, so that is the icon. I don't know. For me, it's the iconic. That's Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. <laughs> yes. Is that right? Yes. That's okay. the one. No, you're thinking of North by North, Northwest 2. North by North Rush Hour. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's interesting about this movie? It's amazing they have two very iconic scenes from it that you could almost say, oh, well, that was that as well? You know, with the. Oh, uh, to the crop duster? The crop duster scene. Sure. But like climbing down the face of Mount Rushmore is, uh, you know, right up there with that one. Yeah, Hitchcock actually thought about naming this the movie uh, The Man Inside Lincoln's Nose at one point. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, no, seriously. That's ridiculous. That's, well, yeah, yeah, it's Hitchcock. It ended it's up, kind of ridiculous. It ended up being a double dare skit. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Walt Whitman was the man inside Lincoln's nose. Oh, was he? If, if my poetry 101 class proves. <laughs> was that deaf comedy poetry? Yes, that's what totally was guilty. Yo, Walt Whitman. I don't know. So, what, like that. it's definitely literally like iconic because people are crawling on an icon, Eva Marie Saint and, and Cary uh, Grant. Cary Grant. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's. He's, he's it's, pre- pretending to be scared and heterosexual. Right. And it's also pretty obvious they're not on the actual. <laughs> Yeah. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. It's, I guess they, they wanted to film there and the National Park Service said something like, well, that's fine as long as you don't depict any acts of violence. <laughs> there, goes, there goes the gunshot. Oh, yeah. There yeah. goes the knife. There yeah. goes the there stepping, goes the on, the stepping hands. on hands. <laughs> so Hitchcock's like, oh, no, sure, we'll be fine. And then said something to a reporter about all the stuff they're going to do on it. It got back to him and they yanked the permit. Hmm. I do like that they recreated it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like sure. if you look at like... Uh, if you watch the clips from it or if you go, just go watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, there's like this stri- styration. Yeah. In the, uh, it's uh, not in the, the cliff. S- the surface isn't smooth as yeah. one would guess from a distance. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that they, they did try to get some sort of realism, although I don't know how easy it is to get up to the very top from the visitor center or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I mean, apparently this movie was sort of written around the chase scene and how do we get to it? Mm-hmm. Like Hitchcock said something like, I always wanted to film a chase scene on you know, Mount Rushmore. So the screenwriter said, oh, okay, let me see what, let me work on that. <laughs> and then the whole thing kind of just worked backwards hmm. from there. 
Well, it's pretty good. You, you, this is not akin, not too different from the robotic spiders that the uh, we were discussing a few weeks ago. <laughs> right. I think well, that's how Wild Wild West was also created. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is a fun one to start off with um, because it seems of some choices that we might make, one of the most legit. I mean, Hitchcock is a legit uh, American filmmaker icon or British icon, and and this was very respectfully dealing with a fairly new monument in U.S. history at that time. Yeah, it's interesting you think about it. I mean, when was Mount Rushmore? It was like 30s, right? That's about completed. right. So, I mean... 40, like, 41 or 42, yeah. Was it that Yeah, yeah. So, it hadn't been around for like 15 years by that point, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, this is like... 20 years after? Yeah. 25? Like yeah. Hmm. Not even that. It was like 10 or 15 years what, after. I wonder what else... What... What recent thing has... That's what I was trying to think. If there's something... Is there anything that's super recent that's been so publicly... What, what they could be on that's not Rushmore, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. What would be the modern example? Every Bond film seems to take the latest thing, like the like in espionage films, they're in the channel or they are, they're on the London Eye and there's a shootout. That's a good one. That's go, a good one. They oh, go, Trump's wall. Or Trump's wall. In about 10 years, we can yeah. do a chase scene where someone just hops over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you nailed it. So, okay, we're, we're, great. We come out swinging and agreeing on the first one. Um, so your first choice would be what, Michael? Your second would My be My second what? choice would be um, the destruction of Mount Rushmore in Superman 2 when um, General Zod, Ursa, and the mindless creature, Non, are flying around. They get to Earth. And they just start blasting away. Mm-hmm. Also on my list, by Is the way. It? Yeah. Uh, hey, that's all right. Two for two. Yeah, yeah. Great minds think alike. Also and, us. Um, you've seen, there There have been destructions of of Mount Rushmore before, or, or since then. Uh, Mars Attacks had a really good one. Yeah, that almost made my list instead, because that was a good one. But I, f- I felt like, well, they just ripped it off from this. Of yeah. course. The best thing about those, those evil Kryptonians were that they were just unnecessarily mean. They're just jerks. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, non kills a snake, <laughs> burns a snake, <laughs> or maybe Zod does. One Zod, of them I does it, does. and uh, they kind of make fun of some kid <laughs> in Houston. They're just like the these baddies um, are definitely the. It seems like Richard Keel is kind of the the silent kind of ogre of them. Yeah, and then they they do feel like you know, and some topics we've had recently seem to kind of touch on these too because they do feel. If Superman is kind of a character of the Cold War, these also feel like just three Russian jerks who show up. <laughs> right. As did the uh, the supporting cast in the latest Superman film. It seems like they all seemed like they were Slavic or Russian or something like that. They weren't your your buddy from, from Iowa or something. It's frighteningly uh, realistic compared to what's going on today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do appreciate that it's like they only had they have three villains. So it was like they really wanted... You feel I feel like they really wanted to do this scene... Like they had it planned out. Okay, they'll re- chisel, you know, their laser. The, yeah. Well, there's only three of the villains. What do we do with the fourth one? <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Oh, Lincoln will just collapse. They just blast his face off. Just, just knock it right off. They don't put like somebody's dog or something. What are their pets? I don't know. I do like that they set up these, these three coming to Earth in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they get trapped in like the Phantom Zone or the Negative Zone, and or in that you know piece of plastic or glass yeah. that flies through space, and they set it up. You know, a movie before, which is some, it's some hell of pre-planning that you don't really see a lot of, or like you see, I guess you didn't see a lot of back then, but you see a lot of it, yeah. a lot of it now. Yeah. When every, every 
film today is created with the idea of an ongoing series or trilogy, at least. Yeah. The the thing that I think is the biggest crime of these uh, um, Kryptonians is fashion, because they're all <laughs> dressed in disco jumpsuits. They they look like they're wearing the cape that you get at Supercuts um, around your body. <laughs> but shiny. But shiny. Well, that's why they were actually kicked off of Krypton. It wasn't that they were trying to overthrow the government. That's right. They Fresh, just bad fashion sense. Fresh fashion, All the fashion police showed up. <laughs> fashion police. Jor El is there in his white day glow, super shiny outfit, and they're like, "Not in fashion. <laughs> not in style right now." Everyone knows you don't wear silver after. <laughs> right. I don't know whatever they call Kryptonian lit Easter. I don't yeah. know what that would be, but I wonder how much of when Superman becomes a dick and he gets like infected by. Uh, Red kryptonite in Superman 3. I'm just thinking of a dick infected by kryptonite right now. <laughs> in Superman 3, he gets like poisoned yeah. by red kryptonite. Uh-huh. And uh, he just starts doing awful things as well. And I wonder if he was like thinking back to uh, these three flying around. Like, you know, he he straightens out like the he leaning could, tower of Pisa. Like he could top him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, gotta, I gotta be... Uh, he must have gotten it from somewhere. This... The act that they uh, perpetrate on our culture by defacing our national monument seems kind of like quaint now because it seems like the new villain would would hack into everyone's iPhone and take a nude selfie of you and put it on the internet or something like that. It just seems like... and If if everyone's nude, no one is nude. No one is. Right. It assumes that also... Uh, the namesake of our podcast is actually something everybody's paying attention to on a daily basis when it's really this kind of dumpy uh, uh, thing in, in South Dakota, right? Yeah. Did I just drop I, some truth bombs on you oh, guys? Jeff <laughs> just <laughs> got made, woke. Just made, me, made us reassess this entire podcast. Is this thing actually that important? Is this a symbol of what's important? What, 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 are, we, what are we doing not? with the podcast at all? Know. No, I don't yeah. know. Well, right. just, just the, the idea is that they're defacing something that we all love. And admire, and that I think collectively too, except for Native Americans. I do, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, that shirt is that on your list? No, it's not. Okay, so we talked about this. Yeah, please mention. I th- you're the one who saw the shirt, I believe, initially, right? Uh, me and my wife were in uh, Lompoc, I think, and just you know, a romantic getaway. We were driving up the coast, and we stopped, stopping in the jail, and uh, we pulled over, and we were just walking through the town, and there was a, a store that was selling a. a I said the real Mount Rushmore. It had like Sitting Bull and Crazy Horse and a couple other uh, Native Americans on there. I don't think they're happy. <laughs> was one was one uh, uh, Iron Eyes Cody? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I sent you guys a picture. Uh, Tatanka from uh, oh, the WWF. WWF yeah. Yeah. I sent you guys a picture of it at some point. You know, I can't, it must have been when we were doing, since we've been doing this podcast or talking about it. But uh, it was just, you know... It, it's amazing that this Mount Rushmore thing can be interpreted so many different uh-huh. ways, and some people just really don't like it. I, I, I do very to, good reason to kind of wrap. I don't know, put a bow on the Superman too. I do appreciate the very next scene. They show the pres the back of the president's head, who is certainly not Ronald Reagan. Uh-huh. Certainly has a Ronald Reagan like pompadour, but obviously they can't say it's Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, says something like to the effect of, well, if they can do this, just imagine what else they can do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. I, mean, I they, can, they can They can blast stat- it, other statues, yeah, they're good too. at stone carving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Those Easter Island things, they could shrink them right down, make them, those heads like... Turn head the sphinx size. into a dog or something yeah. that everybody Give it likes. a nose back. That's right. The, the carving of the Mount Rushmore, which we've seen in this and there's some other 
samples where they show people recarving or defacing Mount Rushmore led me to learn that the Mount Rushmore that we see is only half done to plan and that the designers had originally show, shown them from waist up. So you were going to see... Yeah, from the head down, they were wearing these black kind of lame jumpsuits. Yeah. <laughs> we could only hope. Um, well, of course, you could see their butts on the other side, that. right? We've all seen that. But I did see, I just say that they, when you do see the model of the uh, founding father, or not, these aren't the founding fathers, the Mount Rushmore guys, I do wonder, where are their hands? Because they're sitting kind of close together. That seemed kind of awkward. Okay, so um, I guess, I guess we are at our halftime. Unusually, we have gotten to our halftime pretty quickly here, but that gives us the opportunity to ask you to uh, do us a favor. It's our 50th anniversary or 50th episode. And, you know, if we could do anything to um, uh, kind of ask of anything on this momentous occasion, it's that you might go to the iTunes page and download, rate, and review uh, any of the last 49 episodes you haven't heard. And uh, go ahead and, if you don't mind, give us some kind of review. Go ahead and tell folks what you think. It doesn't have to be real good. It could just be good. And you could also rate... um, um, you know, one to five, five being the best. And then join us in the dialogue about what Mount Rushmore podcast is on the Mount Rushmore podcast, Facebook page. You can tweet at us and you can Instagram at us too. All right. So, uh, these gentlemen have each told me their first two choices, which happen to be the same choices. So I wonder if this trend is going to continue, uh, by Richard letting me know his third choice. Okay. So my third choice is. Um, Mount Rushmore's depiction in Team America World Police. Holy shit. Is it on your list too? Three for three, guys. Oh, for three. We're almost there. <laughs> we are almost there. Okay. This is going to be our first 12-minute episode. <laughs> now, we ha- let's, let's see what how, why if we have differing ideas of why this was an interesting scene or something funny or Richard Go. Well, I think it, there's a common sort of trope of some sort of secret layer being inside of yeah, Mount Rushmore. Sure, it it holds could hold it holds you know national secrets, national secrets, national treasures, maybe. So the the idea, it, there's long been rumored to be something mysterious inside there. What's inside there? And nothing. In, and nothing. In, oh, there's like a room inside of Lincoln. There's a room that head or something that holds some sort of like founding document. Not the actual, just copies of like the Constitution and copies of of different documents in like a vault that's behind a big I would just love if it's granite. just the worst hotel room you could ever get. Like we went on TripAdvisor, two clicks later, we're staying at this room in a nose. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's a really, really difficult Airbnb to get into and out of. No Wi-Fi, no pets allowed. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't want the pets. You don't want somebody, somebody's dog to piss on Lincoln's nose. <laughs> the cleaning fee is Ugh. inappropriate. The, the patriotism and the overblown uh, posturing of... Team America. It seems like it would almost be inevitable that a monument of some kind was defaced or. Well, that's when in the movie that's where the, uh, that's where there's that where that's where like Team America's base sure. is, right? Yeah, they're they're uh, only head be- of operations. Yeah, you would say. Yeah, one might say, um, and of course is and then is later destroyed by Michael Moore on a uh, suicide <laughs> mission. That's bombing too- it. It's two times this thing's been destroyed so far in our podcast. Right. I love I love that it's a base of operations, that it's this great symbol of national pride, but then it's inhabited by these awful people. Yeah. Bumbling idiots. And that they it Like trans- the White House. Yeah. <laughs> and that it transforms and opens up and these jets fly out and you get this super patriotic America fuck yeah song. Right. Uh 
it's uh, it's a perfect place for them to to house you know their satire right i mean and because it is such a let's face it if someone explains to you look see that big mountain there no not that one the, the other one wait in south dakota yeah no one is there i i, I know but I'm going to just fucking start carving presidents. Big, really big. There's a great hubris. It's or, just, yeah, hubris. Just not not stu- done since the Egyptians that have carved their own visage into mm-hmm. giant blocks and built things. Like, there's no something country does this. distinctly American, I was just going to say. Distinctly yeah. Americanly, like, hubris, bigly. It's a very bigly <laughs> thing mm-hmm. to do. And I, so I think from that standpoint, it, like you said, I think, Jeff, you said it, it just fits in so perfectly with the, South Park, yeah, view of the world. Well, sure. So you know, but on this podcast, we've mentioned the real events that are happening in the world many times, and since it comes out usually a couple of weeks after those things happen, we've I'm sure been uh, kind of out of touch sometimes with with what's going on in the news. But the the new lack of ambiguity towards the idea of what America represents and the idea that you know. America isn't something that's carved in stone. It's or it's some. It is. It's something that we recarve every year to to put new faces on it and new ideas and to invite new people into it. It's just such a challenge lately because it seems like the idea of what is an American and what we're allowed has been so limited by you know by by recent political changes. So it's just that's that's some in in the movie Team America World Police. We get to have a monologue about how Americans are dicks. Dicks fuck pussies, pussies, but dicks also fuck assholes, and and it really does kind of say what America is kind of good at. You know, we're the bully that sometimes takes revenge on the bullies, but now we're just one big asshole. It seems. So, sorry, sorry. No, it's, no, it's a good yeah, rant. Yeah. No, it's good. good. Glad you got that off your chest. Take uh, a breath. Take a breath. Okay, now rate and review our podcast. <laughs> Okay, so um, have we both said what we like? Michael, did you, did you, I thought Team America was kind of hit and miss. I've not been a big South Park fan. My, I, I can't say the last time I saw South Park, uh, but like there were moments that were just stri- sublimely uh, um, transcended the kind of uh, very kind of sophomore humor of Team America. Well, that's, I think South, that's South Park in general. I though, think Matt, it? Matt Stone and Trey Parker, I've been able to do that. I mean, they've been doing it for 20 years now with pop culture. I, I think what is amazing about them is that they don't pull any punches and they don't have one viewpoint. I think yeah. they're I think they're pretty cynical mm-hmm. on uh, um, things in general, the yeah. world. I think that's their only constant. I don't think they're liberal or Democrat or conservative or Republican. I, I think that they are just... You know, they see the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, just kind of straightforward. And as much as this is a satire of America, it's a celebration mm-hmm. of America as well, mm-hmm. and all that's good and bad about it. I mean, you know, Mount Rushmore is a mountain that celebrates the founding fathers, celebrates the progress of the nation, celebrates some achievements. But it's also like we destroyed destroyed a mountain yeah. to do it, right? And to put your face out there, there's something very harmful about what's done in a wave of patriotism and uh, I think South Park is very good at kind of calling out both sides and being like you can't you can't be one thing you are also the other thing mm-hmm. at the same time and they've they've always done that and I think this movie you know at, at the time you know it's easier to laugh at their 
kind of racist and shitty, you know, uh, impersonations of Kim Jong-il right. or whoever. But at the same time, those guys are fucking assholes. Yeah, right. So, like, who, who gives a shit? Like, let's let's make mm-hmm. fun of assholes regardless of whatever. And sometimes the assholes sometimes are us. Sometimes us, yeah. That's uh, a quote I've seen going by Facebook recently, which means it's probably misattributed. But Roosevelt saying how one should be patriotism is about uh, having allegiance towards one's country, not the president. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people are... Um, Another good quote you know, by uh, Roosevelt that we should keep in mind. Bitches ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, bitches ain't shit. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so... Let's see if there's another macaroni here. There's like the match game, by the way. It does. Which one of us is uh, Charles Nelson Riley? Which one's uh, Richard Dawson? And which one's I, I think Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff might be tipping his hand or my hand or our hands here. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We always said that we're going to shut this podcast down if we match all four. And you know what? Let's keep going. Because uh, Okay. Fourth... I'm gonna, okay. No, I'm going to say we're going to count to three and we're both going to say it. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. It's Mount Rushmore. What? Mount Richmore. No. Okay, good. All right. So oh, Michael, fuck it, choice? Jeff Hopkins. What a fucking asshole. dick. <laughs> Jeff is such a garbage human being. I the worst. don't know, guys. <laughs> the worst. Could. I don't you know, know what? Worst. Jeff uh, Hopkins, great actor. Yeah. Totally. Had me fucking snuckered the entire time. <laughs> oh, had me beat. So go with okay, yours. So my choice is the Washington Nationals uh, Mount Rushmore Four Racing Presidents. Love it. Which are the four... Uh, oh, we're talking about sports again, Michael. Yeah, Jeez. sorry, sorry, Brown Town. Um, this is uh, four people in mascot costumes or in uh, presidential mascot costumes: uh, George, Abe, TJ, and Teddy. Right. Who, in the fourth inning of uh, Washington Nationals games, will race around the ballpark. They're like the man. Nice. It's like the big foam like mascot. Yeah. Head big foam things. mascot heads. And the crowd goes crazy. They go crazy. Like nutso for mm-hmm. this. For these the four representations of Mount Rushmore racing. Uh-huh. I guess for a number of years or for the majority of time that they've done it, uh, Teddy. Couldn't win. Didn't win. Oh, wow. It took a long time. Um, it wasn't until like uh, 2012. It's when they clinched the playoffs. Oh, was is that? Yeah, I think they tied it to that somehow. Okay. Like I think the Teddy... first time they made the playoffs. Teddy was the most kind of robust of any of these presidents. You could probably take ten presidents to 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 beat that guy. Well, Lincoln, Lincoln though. I, you know, Lincoln. I I think Teddy was the guy who was. Lincoln like, was the one that fought vampires. Right. We established oh this in God. this previous episode. Can't oh believe it. He's got longer legs. You got to think that stride. Lincoln leg lock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, the, would, he would trap people in the Lincoln leg yeah, lock. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a Lincoln bear. It's a teddy bear. And speaking of bear, that mustache. Come on. <laughs> oh, those long legs. Though. He's he, he got he's he's just. Chewing up more ground than the other ones, right? Well, good thing FDR wasn't on the. This is why FDR is not on the. Uh, Roosevelt on was, Mount Rushmore. Roosevelt was a rough rider. Yeah, he would have been the wheelchair guy. <laughs> guy, the guy getting pushed in a cave. I'm back. Yeah. It depends who was pushing him, though. What if we got a fast Carl Lewis? Carl yeah. Lewis. Back Carl pushing Lewis pushing FDR. Yeah. It's a winner. Oh uh, yeah. I like that there is a connection to the mountain that way but that it, you can just apply you, it's, it's just nonsense it's silly mm-hmm. and then and, and there's usually a lot of cheating and shenanigans oh, sure. and tomfoolery you can't trust a mascot no especially, trust, no, especially not a presidential mascot. can't trust him <laughs> <laughs> literally running for, for, for office I, in kansas city i think that this what i like about that is it just kind of means something in kansas city it's a it's like a hot dog and mustard and and ketchup are running or something like that. Previ- previous 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 guest to the show, Scott Jones, uh, is a scamp, 
and I believe that he had an entire book of different mascot antics and things that you could do. Uh, he well, I, Scott also he was involved in it in a little bit too. Wasn't Scott he? also played in a at a Kansas City Comets uh, halftime of the indoor soccer league. Oh wow! It was a mascot soccer game, and he was dressed up as something. Bottle of ca- maybe it was. It was all like local, so okay. it was like it, it he might be, have been like a thing of uh, Bryant's. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't have been ketchup because he would have been offended by that. Right. He wouldn't have admitted to being ketchup. Yeah. It would, must have been uh, barbecue sop, sauce or mustard. Yeah, it was something like that. It was the, all like local. The winner, the Pandora Sex Shop dildo, fifteen <laughs> percent off marital aids at Pandora Sex Shop. So okay, so um, Richard, uh, what's yours? Okay, so as I already said, my last one is uh, Mount Richmore. From the movie Richie Rich. Uh, I watched a clip of this uh, Did before, you? before he showed up. And I didn't, it, I didn't remember that uh, John Larroquette was in it. Yeah, and Ed- Edward Herman. And it's got like a pretty good cast. Much better cast than the movie deserves. Yeah. It's a garbage movie. <laughs> but what did the- it was It was like the Macaulay Culkin, uh, I'm on the edge of being cute to my <laughs> uh, voice is cracking. Right. And... This is like after Home Alone 2, and you can tell his dad's just trying to cash in for as much money as they possibly can before he turns into Frogman. What were your expectations for this film? Robert De Niro could play Richie Rich. It would be a shitty movie. <laughs> it's as someone who is a lover of the Richie Rich yeah, comics. Now, it's good. It's good, it's good you stuff. Know, it's, it's no Archie. Yeah. It's no uh, Andy Cap. <laughs> Are they going to come out with the edgy Richie Rich movie pretty soon? Well, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned this on our, our Twitter. I, I'm really excited for the edgy Andy Cap yeah. Yeah. On, uh, movie on HBO. I'm getting deep into uh, alcoholism and domestic <laughs> abuse in Britain. One of the opening scenes is Edward Herman is uh, Richie Rich's dad, Bob Rich. I don't know what his name is. Um, is looking through his telescope at his palatial estate and notices that the family has been carved into a mountain and it turns out that he says well i know i said we needed a family portrait but it turns out the family sculptor decided to do it on their own Hmm. you know because they're assholes (laughs) they're rich assholes which is kind of like it's almost it's almost kind of refreshing that this whole movie is about just entitled rich people and they're supposed to be the good guys yeah but and usually anything where someone builds their own Mount Rushmore or defaces it, that's like the villain. Yeah. Right? But no, these guys are supposed to be the good guys. And the whole plot revolves around John Larroquette as I think their lawyer or something. Yeah. Is under the impression that something really valuable is inside of Mount Richmore. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's not money or anything. It's just like family photos and things like that. Memories. <laughs> well, I don't get it. <laughs> the, Richie Rich seems, I think he originated in the 50s, but he seems very much of the same era that Annie was, where everyone has this uh, coming in the Depression and coming out of it, everything has this, this fantasy about just having a certain some money, much less this incredible amount of wealth. There's a benevolent rich person out yeah. there that is going to give you money and help you out. Yeah. Whether you're a... Uh... And his status as the poor little rich boy, I think, was what was supposed to endear us to this guy. But I, I was, as you were saying that, I wondered if Richie Rich had like a friend named Polly Poor or, you know, his... Well, he is, the, he is the poor little rich boy. Yeah. Which doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, no. It's, I, it's, not, it's not happening. I was looking guys. at some of the names. Billy Bellhops is a kid who worked at his 
His father's hotel. Wonder what his job was. Cadbury. Cadbury the butler of Richie Rich. <laughs> Casper. See, that's funny. Casper, the only son of extremely wealthy parents, didn't Lisa Simpson say that uh, Casper was perhaps yeah, that the was sole... a joke. That yeah. was a joke yeah. in the Simpsons. Hmm. Freckles Fenwick. You know, uh, so I guess it, if we've all registered our choices, is that yeah. okay? So this would be the time where I kind of jump in with my own little choice that I have here before uh, determining the winner. <laughs> Of this, so basically, which of the last ones did which you of the like last better? Ones that I like. Um, oh, I, hey, he doesn't have to choose one of that. He could choose his own. He I could put his in there. Yeah, and I could put mine in. Kick and one of our dumb ones out of there. Let me just tell wouldn't you. About, wouldn't be against it. I'm going to tell you what mine is, and you're going to know very quickly that I would never in a million years choose this as Mount, on the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmores. But I just kind of wanted to see if there was something that existed in fiction or literature or whatever and i searched a mount rushmore poetry and got this poem that i'll put i guess we can put in the show notes written by poet ralph taylor i don't know who he is he's just just a guy on the internet was he ever on the deaf jump deaf uh, poetry slam <laughs> i think he was okay <laughs> um does the color of my skin make you green no okay that's my deaf poetry jam mount rushmore i looked up at the mountain the result i was in awe exclamation mark every stanza of this ends with an exclamation mark George, wow. Teddy, Tom, and Abe were the faces, comma, that I saw. Faces carved in granite. 14 years to get it done. Over 400 people did the stonework. Completed. October 1941. Why were these four chosen? May have been a mystery. It's because they represent the first 130 years of America's history! Exclamation mark. And it keeps going. And... If, Does it talk about how many people died falling off trying to build this thing and blow <laughs> Lots it of people died. <laughs> Is this person perhaps an 11-year-old doing some sort of like history project? But then, you know, we don't talk in this uh, podcast at all about why these guys were chosen, but he does kind of go in a poetic way um, about why they were each distinguished. Um, so it's, it's kind of neat. And so if you want to... Um, uh, read a bad poem with a lot of exclamation marks in which every stanza rhymes. This is the great thing. But the last, I'll wrap it up with the last phrases. This beautiful national memorial is Mount Rushmore, South Dakota. Exclamation point. It should say in Mount Rushmore. Wait, is no, it is Mount Rushmore, South don't, Dakota. You don't tell them what poetry is or isn't. God, I feel so bad now. Um, when you see these four granite faces, you won't regret one iota that rare truth, Dakota. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I had to no, we're all sorry. We're all sorry. Everyone's the worst for it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so um, these gentlemen, uh, you know, valiantly went to search for differentiated choices, and because their brains are sometimes shaped the way, the same way, then they came up with some similar choices. Okay, well, let's recap the choices uh, that we did get. Uh, North by Northwest, they both chose. Team America World Police, both chose. Superman Deuce, they both chose. Chose. And uh, uh, Michael, oh, Richard had, no, Michael had the uh, Washington Nationals Rushmore Four racing presidents. When you said Washington Nationals, I thought of the Washington Generals, the team that the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> later, later. <laughs> and then Richard had Mount Richmore, uh, Richie Rich from Richard. Wait a second. Richard yeah. chose Richie Rich. Okay. Mount Richmore. Okay, all right. Yes, okay, I'm Richie Rich. Oh, my God. How do you think we've been funding the podcast? (laughs) How do you think the studio got built? All right, so um, the winning uh, choices that are being uh, etched up with this granite clank sound effect uh, right now are North by Northwest, Team America World Police, Superman 2, 
and Mount Richmore, Richie Rich. <laughs> Richard's selfish, selfish choice. <laughs> Got to vote for the rich yeah. every time. <laughs> hey, if you have uh, hung out with us for these 50 episodes, we want to thank you for uh, being a companion to this podcast. And if you're a person who's messaged us via Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or something to, to respond to what we do here in the affirmative or the negative or the ambivalent, we do appreciate that you're in a dialogue with us. So thanks so much for hanging in for these 50 episodes, and we hope for 50 good more. Yeah, and if you are new to the show, we've got 49 other episodes for you to uh, peruse, listen, and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so this has been the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'm, as always, Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Thank you.